through that process, I said, man, I got to get my hormones dialed in, but I got to figure out how to do this better and how to make it more optimal from the patient experience side and how we make it more accessible. Hey there, welcome to the Biohacker Babes podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Renee, a certified nutritional consultant with a master's degree in nutrition. What's up? And I'm Lauren, functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and check movement specialist. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life. Our mission is to provide actionable steps so you can optimize your health, strengthen your intuition, and support your body's natural healing abilities. Because life is too short to not feel your best every single day. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 134 of the Biohacker Babes podcast. I'm Renee and I'm joined by my sister Lauren today. I'm joining you. Hello from New York. Hello. From your Hi. beautiful hotel room. Hmm. Yes. All right. <laughs> it looks so nice from here. The Wi-Fi is working at this moment. <laughs> That's a shock challenge. Yes. Yeah. And we have a guest for you today. And yes, Lauren's internet lasted the whole episode. Thank goodness. Yay. Yes. <laughs> we had the pleasure of chatting with Josh Whalen all about not only men's health. I thought we were going to focus more on men's health, but women's health too. He's created an amazing platform online through a telehealth model that's able to help people all over the country optimize their health, no matter what you're looking for, weight loss, fatigue, brain fog, health optimization, recovery, peptides, hormone replacements. He's doing so many amazing things, but it's really for men and women, which is just, I think, so needed in today's world. So we're so grateful that we had the opportunity to chat with him. And he's a super fun guy, you know, loves his black coffee and his whiskey neat, fun things like that. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's a lot of fun. I just really appreciated just how much of like a regular guy. I don't I don't mean to like diminish his energy and his spirit. He's amazing and so smart, but he just is trying to be a better human, a better dad, a better just like a better dude on this planet. And I think that's really really awesome. So his interest in health optimization is just so he can show up as a better human, which I really resonate with. I feel like that's why I biohack. I'm trying to get out of my own way so I can show up and, and serve others. And I think I, I love his journey and just trying to optimize himself so that he can ooh, help this, uh, very serious pickle that we're in, in our country with poor health, um, poor preventative measures, definitely obesity, and just like a lack of support. This uh, company, Blokes, is providing amazing support, especially for men who maybe be who maybe don't know where to begin. Maybe you feel some shame and asking for help. They have set up all the steps. They've made it super easy, really streamlined. And wow, they have peptides, which is hard to find, really hard to find. So he's a wealth of information on peptides, and that was really fun to learn from him. Yeah, I appreciate that he's really moving the blocks to help people get access to safe and proper peptides. It's a huge safe issue right now. being the keyword. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Great. So a little bit more about Josh. So as I kind of said before, coffee, black, whiskey, neat, and Napa cab, <laughs> always. <laughs> we definitely get along in that area. So Josh is the founder of Blokes. Most importantly, he is a proud husband to his supportive wife and dad of two sweet babies. As a former Chicago Lions rug- rugby player, he still loves finding ways to keep his blood moving, whether that's heli-skiing in the Rocky Mountains or jamming out in the crowd at Red Rocks. 
or maybe even surfing in Costa Rica, as we learned. Yeah. <laughs> and his journey to creating blokes started a few years ago when he started feeling, well, old. He's talking about low energy, lack of focus, a dwindling drive, and yep, some failure to launch. Every treatment he sought either gave him a one-size-fits-all approach or they told him to just accept this as his new normal. And as you can imagine, he did not stop there. Failing to accept the norm wasn't new for him. So when he was starting out, he was fired from more jobs than he could count. He was always pushing himself hard with larger-than-life goals for his life and career. So early on, he decided to become an entrepreneur and drive his own destiny. Now with blokes, he's creating the future of men's health care. And I will add women's health care with the newest launch. Yes, that was such a wonderful surprise. So excited to share this with you. Men and women, this is for all of you. We are including the masses today. <laughs> all right, let's bring Josh on. All right, welcome, Josh, to the podcast. How's it going? What's up, ladies? I'm great. How are you? We're good. Happy to awesome. have you on the show. Yeah, totally. Biohacker babes all the way. Yay. You can be a biohacker <laughs> babe for the day if you want. <laughs> I'll be one for the rest of my life. Well, yeah. my wife might tell me the babe piece, but. Yes. Well, as the biohacker babes, I think sometimes people think we just focus on women, but we do work with men a lot. And I think men's health is just as important. And it's kind of funny. I was looking up uh, statistics this morning about men versus women in healthcare. Cause I've always heard that like more women seek medical attention for whatever sure. than men. But I have personally seen a little bit of a switch in the last decade. I would say I'm getting a lot more male clients. And I think some of it is just maybe just overall health optimization goals. Maybe it's like the dad bod that people are trying to get sure. rid of or embarrassed of maybe about what's happening in the bedroom or fatigue and brain fog, right? All these things that are popping up, but with this kind of growing trend of online options, kind of like what you're doing, yep. I think maybe men feel more comfortable seeking that information online in the comfort of their home. So that's where you come in. So that's yeah. what you're building. Totally. So we want to hear all about what you're doing, but to kick us off, how did you get into this space? Like, what's your background? Yeah, it's 14 years in, in medical. I uh, got my start with a big company called Stryker, selling orthopedic spine implants. And uh, I've been an entrepreneur at, right after that for about the last eight years. And I've owned and operated medical clinics from regenerative medicine clinics to osteoarthritis clinics. So I've always been on the cusp of what's going on in healthcare. And then I became a patient myself in, in hormone optimization. Um, and how that happened was my wife said, Hey, I'm going to divorce you. If we don't start having more sex. And I said, Oh shit, I better get on this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, right. it, it was, it was literally multiple conversations. And I'm at that point, I'm in my mid to late thirties and I'm not really understanding what's going on. Um, so I went through this process myself and, it, and, and to be frank, it was a really cumbersome process. I went and saw a couple of primary care docs that told me, hey, Josh, you're on the lower side of this range. Um, and I got that same runaround over a year and a half period. And I finally started discovering hormone optimization. And I found a specialist that really, really honed in on that. Uh, and he goes, Josh, we have a real big problem. You're 37 and you're testing below 300 nanograms per deciliter. Something's off. How do you feel? What's going on? Uh, are you getting morning erections or, or do you have a sex drive? I'm like, no, I don't know why, you know, I'm the next athlete. Um, so through that process, I said, man, I got to get my hormones dialed in, but I got to figure out how to do this better and how to make it more optimal from the patient experience side 
and how we make it more accessible. So that's how Blokes was started. And, uh, you know, we're seven months into this journey, growing every day and, and really liking the, uh, the lives that we're changing. I'm curious what the beginning of that process was for you. What was the first thing that you did to start moving the needle? The, the process of the hormone experience was, it was, it was kind of brutal, actually, you, you know, just acknowledging the fact that something was wrong, but then it was also kind of earth shattering because I was like, something's off, but what's going on? I really, you know, being in healthcare for such a long time, hormones has become such a specialized space that you're either in it or you're not. And, and a lot of guys just aren't talking about this. Um, so it was good to finally come to some type of light to know that there was a solution, but it, it still was a little bit of a struggle. You know, I, I, it took a while to get the hormones dialed in. Once I did, it was like, holy moly, this light bulb moment. And, uh, and that's when I really decided to start this business. Yeah. I think for men, they don't even realize sometimes how bad they feel. Like, well, it's true. I, right? I, I get the, I get the analogy uh, like this. So we've all had a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, spouse that snores, right? And if you don't snore with them, you're likely struggling or you've just learned to deal with it. Hormones are the same way. If, if one partner is off, the other partner is struggling. Okay. I was fortunate enough that I had a bold wife and, and was saying, I'm going to divorce you, but if you don't get, get, get going in some direction, that she was noticing the symptoms before I did. So it was, it was, it was a big nudge by my wife. Um, and uh, now we're, we're a much, much happier couple, put it that way. Yeah, it's a team effort oh. with the hormones. Oh, it's such a team yeah, effort. Yeah, nice to have that safe space where you can communicate that. And I think an outside perspective is so powerful. There's so often that we don't even see what's going on with ourselves because we're in our bodies and looking at ourselves in the mirror all the time. It's like, you can't possibly notice when things are shifting. You need, you need that partner. You need a friend. You need someone I else. Couldn't okay. agree more. I, I, I truly, my wife and I, we, we, we joke about it now, but you know, we talk about optimizing hormones in a relationship and, and, and how many relationships can be saved just by taking a step back and saying, okay, maybe I still am attracted to you. I still love you, but what the hell is going on? And in how many relationships end in divorce because they just didn't want to get their hormones checked. It's anecdotal, but let's start talking about this. Oh yeah. Yeah. We I have definitely talked about that on the podcast before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. And I think like you even, think you need therapy. Maybe you just need to look at your health. <laughs> I know it's, it's true. That should be a prerequisite. Do some blood work before you go into therapy. See yeah. what's going on. Actually, but especially with testosterone, long. I think there's something happening. I don't know if it's, you know, the crappy food supply, all the environmental toxins, but low testosterone is, I mean, just at an exponential rate right now. So common. Yeah, yeah it, it is. And it's, it's unfortunate because we're seeing younger and younger patients. Um, you know, I, I would love to say that our, our, our strong point is, you know, somewhere between that 45 and 60 year old range, but you know, we get a lot of guys coming in under their thirties and, and testing below what the even standard range is. And, and, and I'm, I'm not really a fan of any range or any standard, but you know, certain, you know, society say it's somewhere between 300 to a thousand nanograms. So that's a huge difference. But if you're in your, you know, early thirties or, you know, mid twenties, and you're testing anywhere below that range, there's something else going on. And, and we know now that men's testosterone is declining rapidly decade by decade, but I don't know what we're going to do to treat it until we start changing a lot of different things that are a lot harder to change than just sticking a needle or a pellet in it just to replace that testosterone. We should be a lot higher than what we are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can I ask if it's too personal 
you can absolutely Nothing's deny, but we're, we're, we're big believers in root cause. Was there yeah. one root cause that everything kind of kept pointing back towards you really need to optimize? Like, I don't know if it was more diet, if we're asleep, or maybe you looked at pathogens or yeah, biotoxins. I, 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 let me, let me break that up in two, two different parts for me personally. Yes. I, I, I think I figured out what the hell was going on in my body and I had no idea why. And I saw multiple primary cares. I, I, my wife and I went through a series of uh, miscarriages. We had about four miscarriages in a very short amount of time, about two years. And, and that's when things just start changing for me mentally, physically, my stress levels have always been the same. I've always been an entrepreneur, so it's high stress. But I didn't realize uh, through that process, nor was I consulted or told, that there's so many things that happen when your wife goes through pregnancies that happen to the men. One of the biggest things is, is your, your testosterone drops, your estrogen drops, your cortisol levels usually go up, your prolactin goes up. Nobody's talking about this. How in the hell are we not talking about this? How in the hell is the OBGYN or the primary care doc saying, hey, are you guys trying to conceive what's going on here? But I think that was the ultimate culprit. Um, and then I think for a long time, I didn't realize that that was part of it and I didn't have a solution. So, you know, this is where I, I butt heads with Western medicine. Like, how do I go and see two primary care docs? And we don't talk about that at all. Yeah, I, I feel your pain there because that was my story in my 20s. Primary care doctors said I was fine and I was sleeping 13, 14 hours a night, just exhausted. And they're like, just keep sleeping. Like your, your, your labs are totally normal. Yeah. Oh. At the time, which was just one of the many issues, but yeah. So we're with you on that. Well, it's, it's funny not to get too far off subject. My father-in-law was having some heart issues and like any freaking Western medicine doc, they go, Oh, just stop eating salt. We know a lot more about salt now than we did then. And we know that there's healthy salts and there's bad salts. Um, but Dave Asprey actually just wrote a, a quick Instagram on this and, and it was spot on. And, you know, it's patients need to own their own journey in, in terms of their health in, in, in anything in life, but in health, especially because there's a lot of really, really bad opinions out there. There's a lot of white coats walking around that are still practicing medicine as if they were 20, 30, 40 years ago. And, and, and people don't really connect the dots. It's like a good mechanic versus a bad mechanic. There are good doctors out there and there are bad doctors. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately so. So what do you think is preventing men from taking that next step and accepting or even knowing where to look? I mean, obviously that's why you created blokes, but yep. I don't know. What's the, what's the barrier there? It's a good question. Um, I, we, we actually named it blokes for that reason to try to make this a little bit more of a fun process a little bit more cheeky, you know, this isn't a bodybuilder community thing, right? We're not throwing testosterone on testosterone. We're trying to optimize just normal guys, you know, we want to live better lives, be better dads, better husbands, better partners. I, I think there's a, there, well, it's actually studied that, that men are just less apt to, to, to fix something when it's a health issue. But I, I think one is, access, you know, not, not feeling vulnerable enough to talk about this stuff. And I'm not really sure why that is. I don't, I don't practice my life that way. I'm very open about my body, what's going on, you know, my wife and I, and I think more men need to start talking about it. We need to start understanding that hormones are such an important thing in in a man's and a woman's life. You know, I don't know if there's a, a perfect answer for why this is happening, 
But I do like the fact that the bar, the boats are starting to rise a little bit. You're starting to see testosterone replacement in a good light, not steroids, but we're replacing what should be there. There's a little bit more awareness and understanding how to treat this scientifically now. And I, I think that's just going to only help us in the long run. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm curious, what are the main symptoms or drivers that you see from men that come to blokes? I mean, number one is sex drive. Uh, you know, that's typical, you know, guys who still have a, a decent sex drive, are just not feeling as good in the gym, um, not sleeping as well. The recovery is off. A lot of people right now, we're, we're getting a lot of guys signing up just for brain fog, whether that's COVID related or not. Um, mental clarity is something that we're starting to see a lot, lot more. Um, so maybe they play a, a role in, in, in one and another, but those are the big things. I mean, there, there's all kinds of different weird symptoms, but those are the major ones. A lot of guys think erectile dysfunction is the only way that you need you know, low testosterone. We have guys with optimal testosterone levels who have erectile dysfunction. So, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of a misperception, but it is part of the plan in terms of, uh, one of the normal symptoms, but it's not the only. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. Obviously this is a very delicate process. We have to look at root cause and create a foundation for health. I want to get into peptides because you have a whole lot to say about it. And I'm so excited about it. I'm curious if you find that a lot of blokes are coming in, looking kind of for that quick fix, like jumping to the excitement of the peptides and maybe wanting to skip the process before. And how do you kind of handle that, that journey or respect the journey? Yeah. I mean, there, there, there certainly are the guys that are looking for quick fix. We, we tend to not get so many of them and I don't know if we're much more dialed in our marketing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, I I look at this community right now and a few different lights. One is, you know, there's the whole biohacker space. There's the, what I call the the muscle heads and meat heads. Um, You know, we're not marketing those guys. Those guys are what I would consider the quick fix guys. We're marketing guys who've experienced symptoms and have had these going on for a while. So, you know, they're here to make some serious change. Now, are they really ready to make that serious change or do they think this shot or this injection is going to only fix them? I mean, you still have to have a good foundation. You still have to have a good lifestyle. The better those are, the more optimized your life is going to be anytime you're taking any type of TRT or peptide. Hmm. And a follow-up question, maybe what is like a generalized recommendation that maybe you see the most resistance to, for example, changing a sleep schedule or changing a dietary factor. It's always diet. It's always diet. It's It's always diet. If, if, if we had any bit of pushback, that's probably it. I mean, most guys think they're going to be able to do this and they're in their twenties and they're, you know, back then you had testosterone levels that were, you know, at your peak and, and, and you know, your metabolism was a lot different. So you add some type of testosterone, your body's going to process that differently. Now, we're actually at low levels. And in order to really optimize, you really got to hone in on your diet, what you're putting in and out of your mouth. You know, the other piece is recovery, trying to get better uh, and more optimized sleep um, and, and changing how you look at life just from an optimization standpoint. I mean, cortisol is a big deal. Um, and if you're constantly in a state of, uh, you know, stress, your cortisol levels are going to raise. And, you know, anytime that happens, you're going to live in a more inflamed diet. So, I think if if it, if it was one thing, it's probably diet. If it's anything else, it's just changing some of those smaller life patterns. Women are far better, though. Women are far better. You know, Which is they, fascinating because I feel like, uh, I don't know, like evolutionarily, we've seen that women just tend to be 
more emotional with their eating. You know, there's huge responsibility to be caretakers. So we're, we put ourselves second, whereas men like provide the framework and the structure, which tends to be a little bit more strong. And so with a food relationship, it's always surprising to me that that relationship is harder for men. Well, I think, I think it's, um, well, one, I think it's hormonal. The other piece is I, I think men are just looking for a quick fix for women. I think understand a little bit more about their body, what's going on. The work. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I, you know, we started our women's side. It, it hasn't officially launched, but it's launching in about a week. It's called joy. And, and when we started that, because so many people were signing up under globes as it was the wives and the girlfriends and the partners. So, so we started joy, but what we found through research is, you know, 80% of the household decisions when it comes to health are made by home. They're made by women. And, uh, you know, what we found by taking women because all our hormone experts treat men and women. So we just took them all. Women are far more compliant. They get their labs done. They get them done when we ask them to. They're far more, you know, acceptable to change when we give it, we give ideas and tips to help with diet and instruction their life differently. They implement those a lot more effectively, uh, and they and they do it more on a routine. Where men are just, I, I, it's it's a weird thing. I, I don't know why. I, we probably should have a shrink on at the same time as we're talking about this, but there's definitely something with the psyche. So curious, yeah, you yeah, do. so curious. Well, what men are from Mars, women are from Venus. John Gray, right. he's. Yeah. It's true. Fascinating stuff. Yeah. It's true. Well, I appreciate that you do address all the, the lifestyle and things first and not use testosterone and peptides. as just like a band-aid. I think that's so important. I'm curious, can you walk us through the steps? So someone comes to the website, what do they do? Questionnaires, yeah. lab tests, kind of walk us through it. the process. We try to make it easy. Try to make it seamless. First step is schedule online consultation, fill in basic demographic information. Then our admin team calls you determines whether or not you'll need labs right out of the gate. Um, or if you don't need labs, we incorporate a ton of labs. We have lab marker panels that range from over a hundred markers um, down to a 32 panel hormone marker. Um, we believe in labs. We don't just diagnose based off of labs. A lot of it is a combination of symptoms and labs. Um, but our, our admin team will determine which route you go, which provider you're going to go to. If you're going down the hormone route, got to get labs. We do anywhere from five to six labs for, for men and women per year, at least. Uh, and then we make our recommendations from there, but the process is pretty easy. Go online, schedule your consult form. Our admin team sends you any health history forms. Uh, and then you're off to the races. Most patients get their first appointment and getting their product in a week. So it's pretty efficient. Wow. Now the, it's efficient based off the patient. And this is what we found with women, right? We'll schedule a man's labs. He'll call us two days later and say, hey, I got to reschedule this. We schedule women's labs. They're done. Fascinating. <laughs> very, very. Yeah. What's up, biohackers? We wanted to interrupt today's show to tell you about our favorite detox and recovery drink, Coast. It's a next level wellness drink that we've been sipping on this past year, and it's available in a quick and easy shot or in a powdered stick that easily mixes in water. My personal favorite is the powder. And, you know, since we're on the go a lot, our bodies need extra support against all the daily stressors like work, exercise, maybe even a little bit of partying in there, you name it. <laughs> this is where Coast no. comes in. <laughs> so Coast, it helps flush out toxins, replenish lost nutrients and repair our cells. 
Totally. Oh my gosh. I love coast. I think what I love the most is that it combines so many cutting edge ingredients into one little drink rather than taking a host of supplements in this one bottle or powder. We get an NAD plus precursor, antioxidants, vitamins, and amino acids. We personally love drinking it a few times a week, either post-workout or to prepare or recover from drinking alcohol. I think in a nutshell, it helps flush out the bad stuff and put more of the good stuff back in. That's what's in the back of my mind anytime that I drink it. Plus, there's no sugar, no artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners. So it is super, super clean. So if you want to learn more, head over to coastdrink.com and you can use code biohackerbabes at checkout to save 15%. We will put the link and the discount code in the show notes for today's episode. So the protocol is predominantly supplementation and then should we transition into peptides and how that kind of fits in? Like how soon are the peptides introduced? How often are they introduced? Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, you know, peptides are all the rage right now. Right. I I mean, some good and bad. Um, Mm -hmm. The beauty of some peptides is we don't need to incorporate labs. Um, So we can treat, treat you right away based off of just health history. And uh, some, some, we do incorporate labs. Um, but you know, those, those, I look at a little bit differently, you know, hormones is the base, the foundation of the home. And, uh, when you start talking about peptides, it's the art, it's the furniture, you know, it's the kitchen, it's all the, the beautiful things that come along with it. Anytime your hormones, in my opinion, are more optimal peptides do a much, much better job. So we, um, we incorporate peptides right out of the gates. Um, these are very elective style supplements, uh, products. And, and they work really well for the right people. What kind of delivery are you using for most of the peptides? Yeah, it's a combination. Injection or? Totally. Injection, creams, um, trochies, nasal sprays. The, the primary is injection. Um, and then most, most of these can be compounded down in some other form. Which awesome. peptides are nasal sprays? It's two I take on a very regular basis. One is called C-Max and one is called C-Link. Oh yeah. What are those? I'm not familiar. Lauren, I thought you took those with me last year when we did an experiment. Nasal spray? Yeah. I'm taking melanotan nasal spray. (laughs) I literally just saw on my time hop yesterday, it said one year ago, and it was a picture of those two nasal sprays. And it said, new biohacking experiment starts today. That's Um, funny. Yeah. I thought you did it with me, Lauren. I don't know why I thought that, but I don't trust my memory. Maybe I did. (laughs) Maybe you need more of those peptides because they're for brain function. Oh. oh, okay. So Josh, can you explain what they are yeah. and why you take them? Yeah. So CMAX was somewhat of a natural progression. I had COVID really bad in terms of brain fog. You know, I, I think everything else was somewhat standard. And, and I, I want to make something clear. We don't treat this with COVID. We just happened that I tried it during my, you know, latter stages of COVID because I had brain fog so bad. Um, so that's how I discovered CMAX. It's, it's a peptide nootropic, uh, gets, gets past the blood brain barrier, helps with cognitive function, memory, neural regeneration works really, really well. And the other one is C-Link. I'm, I'm relatively new to that. I'm, I'm about three weeks into it. I look at C-Link as helping more with just mental, uh, you know, stuff like anxiety. Um, and I can't say I'm there yet, but the C-Max I'm hundred percent bought into changed my life. I use it every day. It works most patients within a couple of weeks. Um, and I've been on this stuff for almost a year now. So. Wow. Very cool. Do you have yeah. any other favorite peptides? Just curious. I do. Um, you know, one that's getting harder and harder to get is Tessa Morella. 
Um, it's a good, yeah. great growth hormone. You can get it in many markets, but it's really, really getting hard to find in compounding pharmacies if you can't even find it. Uh, but I, I like Ipamorelin a lot for growth hormone. Uh, right, for like recovery, faster totally, recovery. Totally. I, I, I did a uh, unique experiment on myself. My wife and I, we play pickleball. We're the youngest people who play pickleball. But it's the greatest game on earth. Um, bat and spike ball and bat. I love pickleball. So much fun. So fun. Fastest growing sport in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My husband what... plays a lot with his stepdad, and every time he goes, he's like, all the players are like in their seventies. Oh, it's nuts. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I turned forty in March. Um, so everybody's uh, got me about at least twenty years. Yeah, but they're but, doing laps. They're oh, like killing it. They're amazing. <laughs> Yeah. But anyways, I, I strained my Achilles pretty bad. I've always had Achilles issues from playing rugby. I, I started BPC-157. Everybody knows about BPC. Great, great, great uh, peptide. Um, can be done, you know, localized. I injected it directly into my Achilles. And I'm, I'm probably the worst critic when it comes to the products that we actually prescribe to patients. It was, it was almost remarkable. It was within like a week that I was... I was I wouldn't say it was hundred percent, but I was feeling so much better just in my Achilles. Um, so I, I, that's another one I take. I, I kind of rotate on and off with that one. Um, I had that BPC, same experience with my ankle. BPC. It's amazing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the other thing about BPC, and not to get too far in, in, into the weeds, but I was a wrestler for many years. Um, and I was a dumb wrestler because I use X-Lax to cut weight, to make weight. So I really jacked up my, my gut years ago. And, and I had done this for, you know, three or four years all through high school. And uh, I started taking BPC. And one of the French things that changed for me was just how I digested food differently and how, you know, how I went to the bathroom differently. And, and that was something that I didn't go into it thinking. And keep in mind, I was doing this still at my Achilles. So it found all the path of least resistance when it came to inflammation. Um, so that that's been a game changer. So now I take it, you know, a couple times a week, and I just inject my, my belly fat. So just injections made an impact on your digestion. Oh, huge! Not even capsules. Wow, that's huge. amazing. I I've taken the capsules. I I, I rotate in between all of them. Um, uh-huh. You know, I'm fortunate that I have easy access to it. But uh, yeah. you know, I, I like to try them all, and and, and I rotate, but. Now I'm now I'm back to injections. I was doing capsules before. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. It's yeah. nice to have lots of options. It Do you is. have any thoughts on semiglutide? Love it. Love it. I think it's I think it's one of the well, first of all, it's all the rage. Um, I think it's I think it's one of the best peptides out in the market. I, I think it is an actual real wow. real peptide um, that most patients fill within weeks. Um, we have a substantial amount of patients on it and the transformations are mind blowing. Obviously it's an FDA approved drug. You know, you have your, your name brand drugs that, that started more for diabetes. Uh, a lot of them you can't even get approved from a name brand perspective. If you're not diabetic, um, that said, we're fortunate enough that we have compounding pharmacies that are doing this, um, slight variation, but the results are real. I think it's one of the best peptides in the market right now. Amazing. I do. That's exciting. Yeah, I, it's you know I'm I'm actually taking it right now. I'm I'm two weeks in, not three weeks in, but I've really titrated extremely slowly. I mean, it, what we have found is if if you are not precise about the dosage, patients get extreme nausea, 
an extreme acid reflux and heartburn. And uh, if you titrate up slowly, the body takes it better. The nausea goes away. The acid reflux goes away. Um, but I titrate it really slowly. I'm, I'm, I'm at a really still small dose, but I've already lost 10 pounds in, in, in a few weeks. So just from that. And yeah. And, wow. and, and the beauty is, you know, we've all dieted. Oh, at least I have. And that yo-yo factor is real, right? I mean, the fads are real. And, and yeah. there's a lot that's happened hormonally uh, in terms of your diet. You know, your hunger hormones are, are in play where this slows the, the food digestive process down to make you feel really full and for a longer time. And, and that is an absolute real factor that's happening every single patient. So as long as they can titrate slowly and not get too aggressive, and just bear with the process. We, we have extremely good re- results with some of glutide. Mm. Which brings up another point of peptides is you should be working with someone that knows what they're doing and can totally. recommend how to titrate and how to dose. Oh, it's, it, it's the bane of my existence. And, you know, if, as a founder and CEO of this company, I, 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 I don't even want to have the platform where we have to talk about this, but I think it's necessary. Um, we, you know, unfortunately we've had patients who want to lose weight so bad, um, it's become an addiction and we've had patients change their doses without our knowing. And, and it's, it's been disastrous. I mean, we've had patients, you know, unfortunately end up in the ER because their blood sugar levels are just so out of whack, um, that they need to be put on IV and just under medical supervision beyond us. So it's, it's paramount that you're taking these under some type of medical supervision. It's paramount that you're getting them from good sources, compounding pharmacies that are getting these from FDA registered facilities that are doing legitimate sterility and purity and, and toxins tests on these. The beauty about a compounding pharmacy is they should be sending these off to third-party labs. They won't release that batch until it's passed all those testing measurements so that it's safe for patients. So there's, there's a whole com- combo effect that needs to be happening so that, you know, this, this field is protected and patients are protected. Yeah. So it's not even the dosing issue. The people that are buying these on the black market or wherever they're buying them. I didn't even know that they can also contain oh, toxic man. additives and things. Yeah. I mean, it's look at it this way. I won't mention names, but there's online suppliers. I have no idea where they are. I, I have no idea why their first form of, you know, currency is crypto. But we can we can speculate, right? You know, we have patients every day come to us. And the best case scenario when they get these type of products is it didn't work. It didn't work. I lost my money. It didn't work. I tried that route, Josh. You know, I wanted to save a little bit of money, but that's the best case scenario. The worst case scenario is they they end up in the hospital, they get an infection. Some guys will hit themselves in the stomach or the leg, can't move, you know, literally become like almost paralyzed. Uh, and these are real life stories. So it, it's paramount that that our community start talking about this. It's paramount that these are under some type of medical supervision, an MD, a PA, MP, DO. Um, and, and they're recommending the right products with the right dosage because semaglutide is one of those that if you go too fast, too soon, it's going to mess you up. Isn't that the case with most peptides? Yeah, I, I think... I think BPC is a pretty safe one. It would be hard to, 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 you know, overdose per se, you know, but, but it lose a lot of, it, it can lose a lot of its efficacy too. If you go too fast, um, you want your body to take that the right way. 
the fortunate thing about peptides is they're, they're pretty damn safe, right? I mean, we have 7,000 of these already flowing through our body and we're just telling our body how to make more, how to make less. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's good that they're safe, but there are some that you want to walk a pretty tight rope. Yeah. Makes sense. I have a question about peptides, um, for timing them, whether it's mm-hmm. capsules, nasal spray injections, do you need to be taking them a certain amount of time away from food because they are made up of amino acids? Yeah. It, it depends on what you're taking. I, I mean, most doctors are, okay. our, our, our staff, our, our clinicians are, are going to say, take most of your growth hormones at night. That's when your body's replenishing the most. The, the reality is though, you know, if I, if I was to, to speculate, we probably see anywhere from 40 to 50% of individuals that can't sleep when they take it at night. Most of these that we're going to try to tell you take in the morning uh, on an empty stomach. Um, so it, it, a little bit of balancing, and this is where, you know, I think having that medical consultation supervision really helps. We, we have patients on, on any type of growth hormone peptide range from, I get the best and most lucid dreams of my life to the worst dreams and the craziest things I'm ever thinking in my life. And then we have to switch them. But some patients, you know, if you're doing this on any type of online supplier, black market, how are you going to ever know that? Yeah. Maybe there's some other plant medicine in there. Totally. (laughs) Or who knows, right? Yeah. Baby powder for crying out loud. Keep your journal by your bedside. You never know what will happen. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, I'm well, so glad that we have a trusted resource to go to because I, I mean, it's to the wild west right now and with these compounding, compounding pharmacies showing up and disappearing and now they're yeah. like kind of available. It's so hard to know what to trust. There's like very little research or literature available to the public, which totally. is a huge sign that we have to go through a professional resource. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I, I mean, anytime you're, you're, you're involving the FDA, the state pharmacy boards, there's going to be regulations, right? And and it's not always about, you know, staying in front of it. It's 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 also about just doing what's right. And, you know, ultimately that right is for the patient. Um, but, you know, anytime in healthcare, you know, something takes off, it seems like big pharma is right there to do a big study behind it and then mass market it. I mean, that's what semaglutide was for many years, right? And, and, and now there's name branded drugs. Um, so that's one that I think is skirting a fine line in terms of the compounding space, but it's extremely effective and, you know, it needs to get more patients. I mean, we have a very, very obese country. Yes. I actually had that an interesting sure. conversation last night. I was out to dinner with someone that I know well and their friend who was a doctor of 40 years and we weren't agreeing on a lot of healthcare stuff, but with the obesity topic, I was like, well, as you know, in nutrition, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to like change the world. And he's like, you're not going to make any impact. There's just way too many obese people. I'm like, unbelievable. So just quit while you're ahead. Just quit. Yeah. Are you even trying? (laughs) Well, and and listen, we we saw this kind of through the pandemic, right? That mentality, like at, at what point have we ever talked about, you know, solutions outside of the vaccine? And this is not whether you support the vaccine or not, but but let's talk about where COVID lived. It lived in adipose tissue. Um, and where does adipose tissue thrive? And people who are obese, right? Um, you know, it's it's rare that you hear any physician, any any medical society talking about healthy habits. Um, 
and, and, and I feel like we just said, you know what, screw it. Let's go to the wayside. And I, and I think the beauty of like what we're doing amongst many of our competitors is we're trying to raise the bar in proactive and preventative care. And, you know, the more we do that, I think the better we're going to be as a society. Yeah. Prevention is, is key. I'm certainly seeing more and more clients come to me or it used to be they're coming to me. Oh, I have this problem right now. Now they're coming to me and they're saying, oh, my parents are experiencing this. How do I not get there? Or I've heard about this happening. Yeah. How do I not have that down the road? Yeah, the more, the more, the more we do that, the less, you know, big pharma, big insurance wins. And and I'm not, I'm not anti that in any ways. I think there's a lot of good that has come from that. But you know, I I have a personal story where, where my stepfather just got diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. You know, he wore it on his sleeve and a notch on his belt that he hadn't seen a doctor in 15 years. You know, and, and, and we have to change that mindset. And, you know, the more we can start spreading the word and the message that, that this stuff is good for you and, and, and not everything in Western medicine is the route you need to go. And you shouldn't just be in ranges, the better we're going to be just from an optimization standpoint. Hard agree. Yeah. Well said. Well, thank you for all that you're doing. I mean, you're going to impact so many people around the country and maybe world. Is this going to be, is this just us based for now? U.S. based, um, okay. but maybe yeah. one day. You know, getting this stuff outside of the U.S. might be a challenge. Um, I know it's a whole other game. Oh, <laughs> you got to get your export import license right. Yeah. Um, but you know, thank God there's 350 million people here. You have you plenty know, of work to do. We, we, we got a Lots lot of work of to do. <laughs> we got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Josh, before we let you run, we want to ask one final question. Sure. If you can give our audience one final piece of advice so they can optimize their health and wellness, what would that be? Yeah. Own your own journey. You know, it's, it, it's like in business. I tell anybody who's, you know, sitting down with me, if you're going to be successful on your own success, you know, I, it's rare that we find people get multiple opinions on their health decisions, but why not? I think we need to get past the first page of Google. Um, and we need to start educating ourselves on, on optimization. Um, it's changed my life. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not kidding when I say I'd probably be divorced, you know, almost 42 kids and divorced. That's not where I wanted to be. I just didn't know why I was there. Um, but it took me really, really peeling that onion back. And, and it has nothing to do with me starting blokes or nothing to do with starting joy. It, I wanted to get better. And if patients um, or anybody watching this is going to own their own journey, they're going to be a hell of a lot more successful. Said like a yes, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I was going to say, said like a true biohacker. Yeah, I, I think I, you are. <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, you got Big Greenfield, that's just like the biohacker king, and and, and I love watching this stuff. But you know, I uh, I'm just trying to live a better, more beautiful, healthy life, and, and if that puts me in the biohacking stage, then. I'm a hundred percent biohacker. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, the better you feel and the sharper you are, the more people you're going to help. So it's it's exponential on how many people we can help. Awesome. Well, thank you, Josh, so much for joining us today. We really learned a lot from you. Yes, this was awesome. Josh, where can our audience find you? Uh, Blokes.co is is our website. Uh, Get Blokes is our Instagram handle. We're putting out a lot of good content every day. Uh, we have an amazing blog um, that has all kinds of tips, not just testero- testosterone, not just peptides. So blokes.co is where you start. Uh, our women's line is launching here any day now. 
Um, but there's so much that goes back and forth with the CRM, the EMR, and making sure it all syncs so that user experience is good. But that's choosejoy, J-O-I.co. Um, and we're doing everything from hormones to uh, prescription peptides, to prescription weight loss, to diagnostic labs. And uh, there's a home for somebody here or everybody here. Um, and, and we're really, really excited about the direction we're going. Amazing. Congratulations on the women's line. Yes. 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 Maybe totally. it'll be out by the time the episode comes out, but I think way, it might be. Yeah. It we'll link be. to it in the show notes so you all can check it out. Yes. Thank you yes. guys. Cheers. Great joy. Yes. Josh, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. It was such a pleasure. It was awesome. And thank you to everyone that tuned in today. We'll see you next time. Love this episode of the Biohacker Babes podcast? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. Until then, happy biohacking. This podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional.